Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to the Believe in Steelers show on the Believe Network. I'm your host, Mark Bergen, flying solo today. Ahead on today's show, I'll explain what the Steelers have been up to since the 2023 draft. I'll also explain the top games, in my opinion, in the 2023 season. But we start out with the news that Mason Rudolph is coming back as the team's third string quarterback. At least that's expected. And this might come as news to other people that want the unknown for a new young quarterback. And you already have that in Kenny Pickett. And people are going to be saying, Mason Rudolph, really the third stringer. Really, this signals to me that there wasn't a whole lot of talent out there when it comes to the free agent market for a third stringer, an undrafted rookie, or perhaps a quarterback playing in, say, the XFL, the USFL. So they bring Mason Rudolph, who'll be back, be 28 this season, and he has starting experience. Is Mason Rudolph a starter in the NFL? No. Could he come in for a game and be a serviceable backup quarterback? I think the answer to that is yes. And so I want to bring in the perspective here for just a second of friend of the show, our guy, Dave Damashek. And Dave tweets out two possibilities with the re-signing of Mason Rudolph. Number one, he's not going to be a starter, and he's sticking around to become the number two quarterback if Mitch Trubisky leaves after the 2023 season. Remember, Trubisky only under contract for the 2023 season. Also, if a quarterback uh, with a team... Uh, if a team that needs a quarterback later on, say in the preseason, their starter or their backup gets hurt, you can then deal Mitch Trubisky after June 1st and save yourself about $8 million, the salary that Trubisky would be owed and still be in decent shape to say, hey, Mason Rudolph could then serve as the backup if you want to trade Mitch. So I, I, I'm curious to see what the terms are in terms of Rudolph's new deal with the team. I'm very curious to see if it extends beyond the 2023 season. So you're going to have Kenny Pickett in year two on a rookie deal, likely play out a five-year rookie deal. Again, Trubisky only under contract through the upcoming season. And so I do think it makes sense to bring Mason Rudolph back, someone who has starting experience, someone who's gone 5-4-1 as a starter, completed just shy of 62% of his passes, has 16 touchdown passes, 11 interceptions. So, you know, Rudolph got most of his experience in 2019 filling in for Big Ben, uh, along with Duck Hodges as well. And that 2019 season, I know some people will say, well, you know, first he gets hurt, then they bring Hodges in, and then he got benched at one point in favor of Hodges. Another thing to keep an eye out on. So the Steelers brought in Tanner Morgan, former Minnesota quarterback. Morgan's going to be 24. He started 47 games at Minnesota collegiately. Keep an eye on see if he sticks around. Also attending uh, the Steelers rookie camp, the rookie mini camp on a tryout basis was Bryce Perkins. He's a third-year pro who started a game for the Rams last season, a very bad Rams team. But I do think it makes sense to bring, to bring back Rudolph because he does have starting experience. And what other third stringer could you bring in to definitively say, hey, this will definitively help your team? I know it's the unknown. I know Mason Rudolph isn't the Steelers quarterback of the future, but I think this makes sense for a lot of different reason, reasons. And again, I'm curious to see, does his contract extend beyond this upcoming season? 
does he potentially have a chance to become the Steelers' number two starter if and when Mitch Trubisky leaves Pittsburgh and decides he wants another opportunity with another franchise beyond the 2023 season? I want to take a quick break to tell the listeners and viewers about betonline.ag. They're the presenting sponsor of today's Believe in Steelers show. There's a lot you can gamble on. We're in the NBA playoffs, the NHL playoffs as well. If you want to place a bet on any over-unders for team win totals in the NFL, betonline.ag is the place to do it. Use our promo code BELIEVE. You can see that on your screen right now. Promo code BLEAV to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Steelers also meet with linebacker Quan Alexander, someone who gained notoriety in this league playing for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers early on in his career. Started uh, 12 games last season for the New York Jets. He played in all 17 games for the team, and he made the Pro Bowl in 2017 with Tampa, uh, with the Buccaneers. And so I was curious to get Ike's perspective on this, considering Larry Foote is the Buccaneers inside linebackers coach, and he's coached in Tampa for several years now. So I wanted to get uh, Ike's perspective on this, but I think the Steelers are looking to fortify the front seven, and you're bringing in two new middle linebackers in Elandon Roberts and Cole Holcomb. So gone are Devin Bush, gone is Robert Spillane, and, and so forth, uh, along with Miles Jack as well. So you're looking to fortify your front seven. Remember last season, you get Brian Flores as an assistant coach to help shore up that running game, uh, the run defense. And because the year before in 2021, the Steelers had the most sacks in the leagues, but they allowed the most rushing yards in the league. So everyone knew you could run the ball against the Steelers defense and you've got to keep that interior of your defense stout and so when you meet with Quan Alexander, you see, okay, could he get into the mix with Landon Roberts and Cole Holcomb? Uh, Cole Holcomb, someone who wore the green dot uh, on his helmet. He served as the communications defensive player for the Washington Commanders. And then Roberts is really adept at getting in a, opposing teams' backfields, making a lot of plays uh, behind the line of scrimmage and, and wreaking havoc for opposing offenses. So, I'm curious to see, okay, does Quan Alexander want to reach a team-friendly deal? And, you know, he's bounced around a little bit since leaving Tampa. He's played for the 49ers. He's played for the Saints. And then he spent last season with the Jets. He struggled to stay healthy. This is one thing where we always say the best ability is availability. While he played 17 games in 2022, looking at his pro football reference page, 12 games in the 2021 season, 12 games in 2020, eight games in 2019, six games in 2018. So this is a player who has struggled to stay healthy throughout the duration of his career. Curious to see if Pittsburgh goes on, in fact, signs him again. Steelers are going to visit with him. We'll see if anything comes of this as you Try to make sure that your run defense is stout for the 2023 uh, 2023 season. Okay, on the offensive side of the ball, the Steelers sign undrafted free agent running back uh, Alfonso Graham to a three-year contract. So we know Najee is the starter. He's the bell cow. And then you got Jalen Warren who can provide a little bit of a change of mix. Uh, he's a quicker back, uh, has a lot less size than Najee Harris. Najee Harris more north and south. But Graham was a player who attended the Steelers rookie minicamp over the weekend, well-traveled, settled in the past two seasons at Morgan State. 
But what I'm looking for is, okay, if you're not going to bring back Benny Snell, who's that third running back? And then number two, what kind of special teams role could Graham play for the Steelers, whether that's say as a return man or whether it's to say, hey, just another special teams role as a gunner, as a blocker. Um, that was one thing when it comes to both Benny Snell and then Derek Watt, two players who are still free agents at the time of this recording. How do you fulfill those roles on a 53-man roster? So whoever the third running back is, that player is going to have to be expected to play a role on special teams. And that's what I see when you sign a player like this to a three-year deal. So I'm curious to see what he can do, say, in the preseason, in your three preseason games, when he gets a chance to be, say, the featured back, something I do not anticipate during the regular season. Get your starters healthy. Uh, make sure that they stay healthy in advance of week one on September the 10th at Grisher Stadium against the San Francisco 49ers. So we'll see what happens. And uh, Graham, three-year deal with the Steelers. Okay. Top Steelers game uh, games in the upcoming season. And let me just say this. If you missed our schedule release live reaction video, go on and watch that. Ike and I went game by game breaking it down. I've got the Steelers finishing with an 11-6 and six record for the 2023 season. That is my prediction. But top games for the season, which games are you most looking forward to? And it's cliche to say the most important game is the next game, but that home opener against the 49ers to me is number one on this list for a few different reasons. This was a 49ers team that went to the NFC Championship game a season ago. It's a measuring stick game. They have a lot of talented players on the offensive side of the ball. Now, if Brock Purdy or Trey Lance don't play and you have to go with Sam Darnold if you're the 49ers that diminishes what you're looking for a little bit because I want those players to play against Pittsburgh to say are you up to snuff against the best of the best in the NFC you know Debo Kittle and company and then on the defensive side of the ball this was a defense that balled out last season and helped D'Amico Ryan's get a head coaching gig in Houston so this to me the number one game I'm looking forward to is that 49ers game at home in week one for the Steelers. First time since 2014. It's been almost a decade since the Steelers opened the season at home. So that is number one on my list. Can't believe I'm saying that. Number two, I'll go week 18 at Baltimore. Whichever team wins the final week of the season between the Steelers and Ravens could very well end up winning the AFC North Division. This rivalry has been awesome for the last 10, 15, 20 years. So against Baltimore, if Lamar Jackson's still healthy at that point in the season, he's missed some time in the past few years, but he's got some new weapons too. And how do the Steelers, I, you know, with the DBs, I look at, okay, here's who the Ravens got for Lamar this offseason. Zay, Flower, uh, Zay Flowers in the first round of the NFL draft. You bring in OBJ. You sign Nelson Aguilar. So you help Lamar Jackson, J.K. Dobbins, Mark Andrews and company get Lamar some new weapons. By week 18, Lamar's got to figure out, okay, how do I incorporate all of these playmakers into the offense? How do I get them the football? There's going to be no excuses at that point, whereas earlier on in the season, when the, the Steelers play the Ravens, I believe it's week five. Let me pull up the schedule here. Yeah, we're looking at week five. Lamar still might be developing his continuity with his teammates. 
at that point in the season. So that would be number two, week 18 at Baltimore. Then my third pick would be the day before Christmas Eve, week 16, hosting the Cincinnati Bengals. And the Steelers split the season series with Cincinnati in the 2022 season. Remember that week one opener was just an absolutely crazy game. Minka Fitzpatrick's wizardry on full display in that one. So that would be number three, week 16, hosting Cincinnati. Week, uh, my fourth and fifth pick, I'll go week three uh, at Las Vegas, Sunday night football, going against Jimmy G, a historic rivalry. Do the Raiders get any redemption after last season's game when the Steelers won on the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception? My fifth pick would be week two, hosting the Browns on Monday night football again early on in the season. Could it potentially be primetime Kenny Pickett? And I'm a little bit reluctant to say this, a little bit reluctant to say this. Could we see Kenny Pickett potentially, potentially as an MVP candidate? I'm not going to put that expectation on him early on to start this season, but I'm pretty confident in his ability to get his different playmakers the ball. When you bring in Allen Robinson, when you bring in Denard Washington, you get him a bodyguard in Broderick Jones. Very bullish, and I'm very excited to see what he can do. So Monday night football, when the Steelers hit the road, excuse me, they host the Browns. They host the Browns on Monday night football week two. That would be my fifth game. Honorable mention, uh, at Cincinnati after Thanksgiving, that's week 12. So again, let me recap really quickly. The five Steelers games I'm looking forward to most in the 2023 season. Week one, the opener against 49ers, Acrisure Stadium, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Week two, uh, or my second choice would be week 18 uh, on the road against your arch rival, your bitter rival in the Baltimore Ravens. Third choice, week 16 day before Christmas Eve, hosting the Bengals. Fourth, week three, Sunday night football against the Raiders. And then fifth choice, week two, hosting the Browns on Monday night football. I cannot wait. Last topic of today's show. Uh, The schedule release videos, I get that. It's just like, just give me the dates and the opponents of all the games. But I got to give credit where credit's due. The Tennessee Titans schedule release video. Going up and talking to people on Broadway and just showing them the team logos, absolutely hilarious. They did a tremendous job. And it's funny because they put out two schedule release videos, one pre-produced with Keith Urban and company. The one of people on the street trying to guess NFL team logos of the opponents of the Titans got like 20 to 30 times more views. And it was probably done uh, in one day and edited. Absolutely hilarious. Kudos to the Titans. Number two, I'm going to go with the Jaguars uh, saying that the NFL is scripted and that there's writers was absolutely hilarious. Third, I would go the Chargers. I'm not a huge anime guy myself, but the attention to detail for each of the Chargers opponents in that video, hilarious at times, absolutely savage, but the attention to detail, look at some of the backgrounds, uh, particularly when the Chargers play the Jets this season. Kudos to the Chargers social media team. So to me, it's really Titans, Jaguars, Chargers, and everyone else. Um, It's always fun to see different NFL team, social media teams get creative with these schedule release videos. And um, those were my three favorites. 
I want to thank the listeners and the viewers of the Believe in Steelers show. We're going to be back on Thursday with a very, very exciting guest. So keep it here on the Believe in Steelers show. If you haven't, please rate, review, and subscribe to the Believe in Steelers show wherever you listen to your podcasts. And also tap that subscribe button on YouTube as well. Uh, have that information for you here at the end of the video as well. Thank you so much for taking the time to watch. My name is Mark Berger, and I'll see you next time. Until then, take care. And so long, everybody. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.